Warning. The following podcast may include graphic content such as depression and suicide, which may be triggering for individuals. Please be advised. Hello, folks. Welcome to Courtside Wellness. I'm your host, Brandon St. Croix, former athlete and current sports social worker. On today's episode, we're joined by Jess Davis. Jess is a former collegiate athlete, former coach, and co-founder of Break the Ice. Break the Ice is an organization founded here in New Flannel, Labrador, which focuses on the mental health and mental well-being of athletes and ending the stigma of mental health in the sport community. Jess joins us to talk about her own experience and about initial started through Break the Ice. Break the Ice takes on numerous steps in terms of educating folks on mental health in the sport community. Check out their social media for more information. And folks, thanks for joining and stay well. And folks, we're back with Jess Davis. Jess is former collegiate athlete, former coach, and co-founder of Break the Ice. And Jess, really appreciate you joining us here on Courtside Wellness today to talk about your experience and to talk about Break the Ice. So again, welcome to Courtside. I'm going to throw the ball over to yourself to give us an idea of who you are. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. You know, obviously appreciate you having me on here. It's a great opportunity. So yeah, a little bit about myself. I grew up in Conception Bay South, Newfoundland, and essentially, you know, I lived in the hockey rink. With that have come some amazing opportunities of being able to compete and play at, you know, the provincial Atlantic national level and with ice hockey and even had the opportunity to play internationally with ball hockey as well. Moved away in my grade 12 year and I attended Rossi Netherwood School in New Brunswick to further my education, further hockey as well, get that exposure off the island. And with that, you know, had the opportunity to go and play university hockey with Laurentian University up in Northern Ontario. And after a couple of years there, decided to come back home and since then tried to stay involved with hockey coached at the local levels with the female side of the game. And then, um, you know, when I'm not at the rink, I just love spending time with people in my life, camping, visiting the local breweries around the island and hanging out. And that's one interesting point there as well, is that oftentimes young athletes have to leave the province, leave their hometown. And that's not just here in Newfoundland, but that's all across Canada, all across the world. Young people are leaving their hometowns, their support systems to go pursue hockey at a higher level. And how was that transition for yourself? Yeah, I think especially um, growing up in Newfoundland and being on that smaller island. And if you want to take your game to the next level, you need that exposure off the island. So it's definitely, um, you know, it was a great opportunity for myself. Moved away when I was in grade 12 and, you know, got to compete tournaments down in the United States, rest of Canada. That's kind of really helped me get that exposure to get the opportunity to receive those scholarships to play um, university hockey, but I think it's a great opportunity, just especially for any, you know, local player looking now to go away. I would definitely, if it's in your cards to take the advantage, because not only from hockey, I think it's a great life experience as well. And that's a good point in terms of it provides that kind of bigger picture in terms of, hey, to see the world, to get lots of opportunities that may have not been as possible by staying in here as well. So again, a lot of positive things from it. For yourself, was there any kind of connection to taking care of your mental health or supports provided when you did leave or in terms of even prior to leaving the island in terms of around mental health and sports? Yeah, um, 
I think it, it somehow it's always been around me, maybe not as much as I've known now, like looking back on it, but there's definitely been some opportunities more so when I moved away, the resources that are there, you know, a bit more than what we have here. And a lot of that maybe you've seen in like mental health with sports performance type of how to be that mentally tough, how to, you know, take that level to the next game, not necessarily about, you know, what is mental health? What are the illnesses that come with playing at that high level and stuff like that and how to take care of it, which is something that I wish could change. And that's the kind of thing that I think should be highlighted and thrown into sports with those young athletes now. And that's so true because again, we see so much where it's around the performance, how fast a person can skate, how much they can bench press, how well they can shoot in terms of how well they can pass, which again, are definitely important parts of the game. But again, we tend to forget that part of, okay, are we taking care of our athletes' mental health? Are we taking care of their well-being? Are we taking care of them on and off the ice? And again, it's mostly off the ice that gets forgotten. Absolutely. And in terms of what were some of the things that you noticed in terms of, okay, yeah, you know what, this is missing. Or, you know, I wish there was a conversation around mental health at a certain point. Is there anything that really stands out for you? You know, I think I've been pretty fortunate with my own mental health when it comes to sports. Definitely had my struggles when it comes with, you know, injuries that I face, playing away and trying to get that ice time, that playing time and um, like have had a great support system that's there. But I think if we could just erase the stigma that comes with it so that people are more likely to actually use the resources that are around them would definitely been a lot more beneficial for myself as well. Because that's one thing we know for sure, that the stigma sadly is still strong within the sport community. It's still that warrior mentality in terms of, okay, I got to show true strength. I got to knock back down. I got to, you know, just push through it. I just got to put my head down and hustle, you know, not tell anyone that's what's going on. But again, we, sh- we also see how that's impacting our athletes on and off the ice as well. No, exactly. And I think that's one of the big things is to erase that stigma and, you know, kind of just show that it's okay not to be okay. And that actually opening up about your mental health shows you being strong and, you know, being tough enough to be able to actually talk about it and, and open up to the fact that you are struggling. What were some of the ways that you witnessed or might've seen either from your own experience or, you know, throughout other conversations with other athletes, were you seeing the stigma really still present in our sport? Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, it's definitely still there today. And from my own experience, you know, you'll kind of talk about it with teammates being like, you know, like it kind of, you know, this part sucks here. Like I want to do something about it, but you know, I don't want to be frowned upon for being like, Hey, I'm going to step away from practice today. Cause I'm just, you know, need to take care of myself where, you know, like that part of is definitely the stigma is that you're going to be frowned upon, but I think if we have the coaches and the up and coming to, you know, if you need to take that time for yourself, then it should be something that's like rewarded in a sense that, you know, good job for taking care of yourself. That's such a great point because again, if it was a quad injury or someone was struggling with a concussion or in terms of, okay, it was a physical injury, there'd be no question. Yep. Take the time you need, you know, what supports can you wrap around you? Do you need to see a team doctor? Do you need to see a trainer? Who do you need to get connected to? And it's all four. But sadly, we're still in a place when it comes to our mental health. Not all coaches, organizations, or teams have the understanding of, okay, what supports do we need to wrap around our athletes? What can we do to understand that what happens off the court or off the field or off the ice does impact 
our athletes when they're on the ice as well. Oh, absolutely. And I think it really shines through when you're playing at that like um, university or school level where you're trying to struggle with or, you know, balance the academic side of things. You still have to portray that image of being involved in the community, being that, you know, great person that's always around, always there for the teammates, you know, showing up to practice, training every single day. But, you know, it's definitely taxing on the body, let alone the brain and everything that goes along up there. So, you know, rewarding that fact that, you know what, I do need to take a step back. I need to take a day. I think that's something that uh, you'll start to see a lot of coming up in the future as well. Was there anything that you, you see in your experience in terms of playing at the university level where you're seeing, okay, you know what, there are supports being put in place or there are steps being taken? I think it's always promoted that take care of your mental health. You have those bell let's talk games that are promoted around it and around that time frame, you know, it's always there, like, make sure you're taking care of yourself, do that. But once that media image is taken away, it's right back to, okay, the grind's on, you can push through, you're tough, you can do it. But I think now, like, that shift is definitely focused. And there's definitely a lot more resources around with the teams when it comes to the mental health psychology sport with that aspect. So it's definitely coming. I agree. I've actually had a post about this a little while ago around Bellas Talk, which again, I think it's a great initiative for sure. But like you said, I agree where sadly it's, you know, it's all the talk. It's the very big conversation when the media is around. But then when that day is done, it's okay, back to where we're to. And we tend to forget about the important part of it and how do we carry that through. But again, there are groups and there are organizations and there are campaigns that are making sure, okay, this is not just a one and done conversation. And again, Break the Ice is a, a prime example, which your co-founder, as well as your other co-founder, Emily. If you feel comfortable, let's talk about how Break the Ice came to be and the work that you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. So just to start off, you know, Break the Ice is essentially it's a mental health awareness and fundraising initiative that's based out of here in St. John's, Newfoundland. And it was established in 2020. And it all circles back of why it was founded was based around Maddie Murphy. So she was a talented hockey player from St. John, New Brunswick, who I've had the privilege of competing against for many years and um, got the chance to know her through some local connections with my best friends when I moved away to New Brunswick for that year at RNS. And yeah, in 2019, Maddie, you know, she struggled with her own mental health. She was very open about that. And September of 2019, she thought that the only way to ease that pain and uh, suffering was to complete suicide. And I still remember the day that like receiving that text from my best friend and, you know, of everything that happened, but essentially like the days that are following up to it, I flew up to New Brunswick for the funeral and um, essentially like to see the impact of all the people that she had on her life, everyone that was showing up, the impact that she's made on those people, like was crazy to see. And then the whole while that I was up there, her family and friends all had this one vision, you know, despite all their heartbreak and mourning of Maddie, that they were all very much like, no, we're going to take this. We want to, you know, start something, share Maddie's story to uh, promote mental health awareness, show that it's out there. Even like the happiest people who you think are still struggling and um, all just to kind of you know, ease the pains or in hope that like no one else is going to have to suffer through what we're suffering through sort of deal. And after the couple of days up there, seeing that impact, seeing 
how all of our friends and family felt. I knew when I came home that like I had to do something here. Just wanted to share that passion of Maddie that like keep sharing Maddie's story. So that's when I reached out to Emily, who also had the opportunity of knowing Maddie through playing at RNS up in New Brunswick. And we were both coaching the female Eastern Icebreakers teams at the time. We thought, you know, if we just do a mental health awareness night here, might raise a couple hundred dollars that we can give to the Maddie Murphy family who started the Maddie Murphy Memorial Fund. And that one night there, we ended up raising like $5,000. We had VOCM reaching out to us that day. They had a, you know, advertisement on about our awareness night. We had people messaging us that I didn't even know being like, hey, I can't make it to the rink tonight, but I'd love to donate. So we were like, okay, maybe we can actually take this and take it to the next level and grow this thing. And that's essentially how Break the Ice started. And that's amazing because a couple of things that really stand out to me, first of all, is Maddie's bravery and courage to be open about our mental health. Again, we talked about already how it's difficult for athletes to be able to talk about it. It's to worry of how's it going to impact my playing time? How's it going to impact my roster spot? How's it going to impact other areas? But the bravery and courage that she had to talk about her mental health. And again, to be an influence in terms of, hey, you know what? It's okay to talk about it. It's okay not to be okay. And again, you know, even in terms of, you know, start the conversation. Again, that was a big part of it there as well. So again, that's one part that I definitely want to highlight in terms of that bravery, because as we know, it's not always safe for athletes to reach out about their mental health to talk about it. But also too, then the initiative that yourself and Emily took to say, hey, you know what, like we can do we can do something to further this conversation, to continue what Maddie started in terms of talking about mental health. And it, it's great to hear that the community came together around this as well. It wasn't like, oh, okay, this is happening. And there was kind of a blind eye to it. It was something where so many different groups, again, through media, through parents, through players, they all said, yeah, you know what? This is important. And that's also steps we're going to take to shatter the stigma. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And going back to Maddie, like her family is very open about Maddie's story. Like Maddie was open about her struggles and stuff. So you can always find everything there online about Maddie's story. But yeah, like she was very open with, you know, she did have mental health struggles, everyone around it knew her. And it was just the the story that's being shared is how like her life really started to seem like it was shifting upwards and that everything was changing. She seemed the happiest that we all thought she was. And then all of a sudden we were, you know, it was kind of like, wow, this, you know, it's still there despite being the happiest in the locker room, the loudest in the locker room, like those are sometimes the ones that you need to check up on the most. And that's what we're trying to share with, with Maddie's story that, you know, these athletes, even though they might seem mentally tough and like they're having everything laid out for them, their life's looking great, that those are the ones that are sometimes struggling the most. And it's so true because again, that mask that oftentimes individuals wear is not even a conscious decision that they're wearing a mask. It's okay, you know, we're putting on this happy face for, you know, being the loud one, the cheerful one, the jokester in the uh, dress room. It's those things that we do to kind of push aside the struggles that we're going through. And sadly, sometimes those masks become almost automatic where we wear them and we don't even realize it till almost that we're in that dark place. But again, being able to further a conversation, saying, you know what, check up on the people around us, making sure that each person is okay. Even when things are seeming okay from the outside, is how can we take care of our teammates, our players, you know, the people closest to us there as well. And in terms of break dice, why follow that in terms of after that first event that yourself and Emily ran? 
Yeah, so after that first year, I mean, COVID hit, so that kind of put a tamper on things. But I think we really took that as like a big growing year to figure out what exactly our vision is with Break the Ice and what we want to do with it. And we started working super close with the Maddie Murphy Memorial Fund and as well as, you know, our local provincial sport organizations like Hockey Newfoundland and Labrador. So we've had a great support and connection with them. Like they really want to help push us. They're like, we, you know, we know that mental health, especially post COVID with our athletes is, is a big area that we want to improve. So we've, you know, been working really closely with them as well as the mental health commission of Canada with trying to find ways that we can help offset the cost of implementing the working minds and sports training for athletes and coaches into our hockey Newfoundland and mainly like starting out with our high performance athletes and coaches there to try to introduce that training there just so it gets recognized that this is how we're going to take care of our athletes. You know, we want to show that we're putting everything we can out there so that, you know, these athletes and coaches know how to take care of themselves while still competing at that high level. And I love to hear that there was the buy-in. It wasn't like that push away that I think we might've seen five to 10 years ago. And even saying 10 years ago, I think it's being generous. It's probably closer to the five-year mark. Yeah. But like you said, it's something where, you know, Hacking New Flame Labrador, the uh, Mental Health uh, Commission were saying, hey, you know what, this is important and we're going to make sure the emphasis is there. And great for ourselves to be able to say, you know what, we want to make sure we're pushing this forward because, again, it's so easy for our athletes to fall through the cracks because, again, when we talk about athletes as often, oh, they're entitled, they're high class, there's you know a lot of media around it. It's you know a coveted role. But, again, that's also what – sometimes grows the stigma because again, it's that worry of, well, can I really reach out if I had this high position, if I'm supposed to be a role model, but again, being able to normalize mental health and say, Hey, you know what, how can we take care of our athletes on and off the ice and also be able to make that a priority? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's like our main message with break the ice is, you know, we want to try to reduce that stigma surrounding mental health in sports and remove, you know, those false ideologies surrounding what it means to be tough as an athlete and and everything that comes with it so all of our like awareness and fundraising is used towards you know it's put right back into the community whether that's through scholarships um to local students here in Newfoundland that are wanting to promote mental health as well and then help like all the funds raised are also helped to use at offset the cost of our um training courses that we are hoping to offer in the future, like with the Mental Health Commission of Canada. So our goal is there to make it like barrier free that everyone can access these trainings and the knowledge that they need to help erase that stigma. And it's great to hear in terms of, again, you know, breaking down those barriers, because oftentimes, you know, that's what prevents people from being able to reach out for help or feeling they're able to even reach out for help. Because again, the times they have, it may not have been as successful or it may not have been positive. In terms of some of those barriers that are being broken down, or in terms of some of the goals that you have at Break Dice, what are some of the steps that we're hoping to see within the next couple of years for Break Dice? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Obviously, we're working really closely with Hockey Newfoundland and Labrador right now. So the goal is implement it to the high performance athletes first, just to offer it as a training program, umbrella program, get them started. Hopefully, then we'll have the resources to get all of, you know, Hockey Newfoundland players and coaches involved, like make it a mandatory step that if you're registering for hockey, you have to do this training first. And then ideally in the future, we want to connect 
outside of hockey and get with Ford NL to grow it. And, you know, it's not just our hockey players that are struggling, you know, your basketball, soccer, volleyball, like it impacts everyone. So true. Because again, sometimes it's that part where we grow something as, okay, where do we go from here? But again, being able to recognize how universal, again, mental health, is mental health, sport is sport. Again, sure, there's different cultural aspects to different sports. But it's being able to understand that, again, this, a lot of the same principles can apply as well. And it's understanding that how do we take the skills that have, we've been taught in terms of performance? How often have we heard athletes talk about mindfulness used as a performance mechanism? Which, sure, it can be. But do we ever have that conversation how it can be used to cope with anxiety, depression, trauma, addiction? So, again, how do we make sure we're talking to our athletes around the holistic approach and not just the performance side of things like you focused on as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think that is the main thing is the education might not just be there. Like a lot of our athletes, you know, we talk about mental health, we talk about mental illness, but do we actually know what those terms are and how it's going to affect us? So I think getting, you know, providing the resources to get them educated, to get the coaches educated and parents to know, like, these are, you know, the mental health illnesses that are out there that your athletes may experience. These are the signs to look out for. And Here's certain ways that you can approach, like how to talk about it with them and, you know, start that conversation about mental health, have it open so that everyone feels comfortable talking about it. And in terms of parents who are out there or coaches who are out there that want to get that education, is there anything that's either coming up or that has already kind of gone through Break the Lace that people can keep their eye out for? Yeah, absolutely. Um Last year, we offered our very first speaker series. So we partnered with a bunch of local professionals who had a wide range of topics that they covered um, that have to do with mental health, mental mental illness. Um, A lot of that can be found on our website from our past ones, as they were a lot of recorded videos that we kept and shared there as well that anyone can can, uh, access. And we have another one coming up as well the beginning of May. So there'll be good ones to access there. And that's kind of our main focus of how we're getting the education out there is through our speaker series, connecting with those local professionals that, you know, we can team up with to offer that free educational series and talks that people can come out to and, you know, listen to and get that education that they might not have ever known about. And that's great to hear. We'll definitely include all your social media, your website as well, so people can find the information there as well. Because again, as we know, knowledge is power. The more that we can educate our parents, our coaches, our athletes, the healthier of a society we can have as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's that's the goal right there. That's the main thing is getting that education out there. The more people that we can reach, the better. And that's the other part there. Even outside the website, yourselves are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So again, people can follow all your information along the way as well. Absolutely. I'm assuming uh, Jess would be the same in terms of Maddie Murphy Foundation as well, in terms of people can find their information as well, in terms of learning more about Maddie's story and in terms of the work that's being done as well. Yeah, absolutely. They have a, a website and they're very active on Facebook as well. that can access all of the full story that Maddie's father, Mike, had written that shares Maddie's stories, the days leading up to what happened, the days during what happened. So it's it's a great opportunity to research everything that um, impacts mental health and Maddie's story. So important, like I said, to continue that conversation to, like I said, 
to continue the journey and the goal that she started in a lot of ways there in terms of opening up about mental health. If people are interested in supporting uh, Break Dice, how can they reach out or get connected there to support this cause as well? Yeah, absolutely. So right now we have a couple of different fundraisers that are about to happen. Um, Every year we do a Move for Mental Health Week. So that'll be May 6th to the 13th this year. And um, our goal is we just want to encourage people to get out, get active and uh, move for their own mental health. So our goal is to try to accumulate enough distance to go from St. John's, Newfoundland to St. John's, New Brunswick, and hopefully back depending on the support that we get from it. And with that, there's always ways to donate. So you can donate just directly from a simple e-transfer. You can find that on our Instagram and website as well. We also have tickets that we sell on our mental health wellness basket. We have a few different like merchandise that we have online too. And um, during that week, we partnered with a bunch of local fitness industries where we're offering charity classes. So it's essentially a free class. It's by a cash donation that you can just come out, take the hour to be active by yourself while also helping a great cause. Awesome to hear again, so many different aspects of how people can get involved, people can support a great cause and being able to see again, change happening in our society. And it's great to hear the interest uptake and the support that you're receiving as well because again this is something that's so needed in today's world again COVID has taught us a lot in terms of taking a look at our mental health and i think this is something where it's long overdue in a lot of ways but again i'm so glad to hear you and emily taking the lead in this as well absolutely thank you for our listeners out there, is there anything else that's important for people to know about Break Dice or that you feel that you want people to know about in terms of yourself, your own journey, or and the work that you do? Yeah, I think, you know, our main message is, you know, we want to know, let you know that it's okay not to be okay. We're always that open door. We have the resources. If you don't know where exactly to go, you can always reach out to us at Break the Ice. We can hopefully help guide you to those resources that you may need. Um, we're always looking for volunteers and donations. So feel free, reach out if you want to get involved somehow, we'll be happy to talk and get you on board. And yeah, that's, that's about it. It's great to hear us. And like I said, we'll definitely be tagging all the information in the show notes there for folks. Cause again, I, I really believe this is a cause that I love to see grow. I'm loving to hear again, you know, the education piece, the breaking the stigma again, this is how we take care of our athletes at every level. And I think, again, getting back to the education for coaches and for parents is so important. And getting connected to, like I said, those organizations, because, again, that's where the policy changes come in that is really going to move this forward as well. Yeah, you you nailed it right on that. That's that's what we need to do, and that's what our goal is. You know, start those conversations, break the ice about mental health, get uncomfortable with talking about uncomfortable things. So. One thing we often do here at Corsair Wells is kind of a way of wrapping things up there. It's just what we call kind of some rapid questions. So again, it's just kind of quick questions we throw out there and kind of feel free. First thing kind of comes to mind. All right, let's do it. In your experience, what's one hockey memory that will always stick out to you? Oh, definitely my under 15 AAA provincial gold medal game. It's one that always comes back to me. We're... Our team was down going into the third period and somehow managed to rally the troops, came back with a big win and got to go play at the Atlantic Championships. So that was always my favorite experience. 
awesome. Great to hear in terms of, like I said, you know, that comeback victory. And again, it often too, it reminds me when people talk about comeback victories, it reminds me in terms of the battle we're going through with mental health and sports. It's, we may be behind right now, but we're going to get ahead of this at, at the end of the game. Absolutely. In terms of what's one message you wish you could give your younger self? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, looking back, like take every opportunity that you can. Don't be afraid to hold back. Um, just go for it and see where the opportunities are going to lead you. Awesome. Again, so important for any athlete, no matter the sport, in terms of hearing that. And in your opinion, what makes a well athlete? A well athlete, I am someone that's, you know, can show up every single day, put in the effort, whether that's on the ice, off the ice, on the field, in the training room. Like, if you have the motivation to just show up, be the best that you can be, and then skill will come with the with the effort. Yeah. I think that's so true as well in terms of, you know, just giving the best you got. Because, again, over time, that practice and that consistency will grow other aspects of life. And it's a great message for, you know, on and off the ice there as well. So, Jess, I really want to thank you for coming on Course of Wellness with us today, talking about your experience, talking about break dice, and talking about Maddie's story as well. Because I think, again, this is a story that needs to be shared more and more. And I really appreciate you coming on with us, talking about all this, and, again, doing your part to shatter the stigma. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for you know letting me use this platform to get our message out there, hopefully grow, break the ice, and everything that comes with it. So thank you. Appreciate it. Folks, if you like today's episode and want to check out other episodes, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also check us out on social media, on our Instagram page, or on Facebook at Wellness Athletic Services. We also have a website now, www.wellnessathleticservices.com. If you have any ideas for the show or recommend any athletes you'd like to check out on our show, feel free to email us at wellnessathleticservices at gmail.com. Thank you, and stay well. Mm-hmm.